4: host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Hello, the Internet, and welcome to Season 246, Episode 2 of... Dirty! Hey like, yeah. production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It's Tuesday, July nineteenth, twenty twenty-two.
6: Hmm.
7: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on, yep. Jack. You know, July nineteenth there's only one thing: National Words with Friends Day. We're back yes. in fucking. What is that? Twenty. Are we back?
5: Is it? Is Words with Friends back?
7: No, I think oh, that yeah. this feels like a very 2011 holiday.
5: The internet just forgot to delete this off of uh, the celebration yeah. list. And
7: look, and if you or look, if you're in a tropical environment and you're trying to get booze, sauce on a national daiquiri for so,
5: Okay. You know I mean? Or if you're not in a tropical environment and you just want just like a lot of sugar with your sugary rum. You know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just You you like
7: sugar I like sugar Someone in the Some American engineer Created it In 1898 During the Spanish American Okay this is already too much.
5: That sounds like they're stealing stealing some shit from people they met in a country they were mm-hmm. colonizing and were like, look what I invented. What's but, this island called? Daiquiri. Okay, I think we got a name now. <laughs> I think we're in business. <laughs> All right. Well, my name is Jack O'Brien, aka No Starbucks Never Had Hope in the Chicken Sandwich Game. Yes, your mother and child reunion Made me sick, now I gotta complain That is a... It's like a... It's Paul Simon's mother and child reunion So shout out to the Quarantine Kids Hearing us talk about that being the name for When you stick an egg with, with a chicken. Yep. In a dish. Yep. In a dish. Starbucks tried it. Didn't go well. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's like a deep cut, the mother and child reunion, but it's like a deep cut off his greatest hits album. So I don't know what you call that. It's, it's like not That's one like of his top the, five. for the heads. That's for the it's head. for, the, for the greatest hits, deep cut <laughs> heads. The, the true Simon heads. Uh, I'm thrilled to be joined as always by my co-host, Mr. Miles
0: Gray. When the sun shines, we'll shine together. Told you I'll eat you
7: forever. Said I'll always be your friend took a note i'ma stick it till the end now with more lawsuits than ever know that we'll still have each other i believe subway uses real tuna i believe <laughs> subway real uses real tuna una una eh, subway use real tuna okay shout out una. to lockeroni it's like you there were the, the judge allowed like the lawsuit that's like yo the subway tuna is not tuna lawsuit oh we're
5: cook. talking about it
7: i know we're so talking. i'm just saying it's gonna be good most timing of the episode. because guess what
5: <laughs> <laughs> i'm i have shit to say okay una una eh. eh. Hey. that's fun i love that <laughs> well speaking of fun and things we love. We're thrilled mm-hmm. to be joined in our third seat by a brilliantly talented comedian, actor, mm-hmm. writer, who you know from Los Spookies, mm-hmm. uh shrill search party. Please welcome back to the show Greta Titleman!
8: Greta! Oh my goodness. I want you to know that Mother and Child Reunion by Paul Simon is like one of my favorite Paul Simon songs.
5: Wow. Really? They Amazing.
8: Mother and child reunion. Yeah.
5: So, yeah, that...
8: yeah, it's a good one. It Opens up with cut, that though. egg
5: beater guitar. It is it a little is, bit of a deep cut. It's yeah. a
8: deep cut, but it's it really does hit. And also, I ride very hard for Subway Tuna.
5: Well,
6: there we go. Perfect. Well, look at wow. that.
7: See, we little nailed bit for Little
8: bit about Wait. me. Little bit about me.
7: So it's a, so I'm not I'm not the biggest Paul Simon fan. Like I know a, a good amount of the songs, but how did how do you how did you come into contact with your most favorite? child and daughter reunion song like how did you end up interacting with it
8: with that paul simon song? yeah yeah because i'm hearing it's a
7: deep cup i mean like is it just one of those things I'm, if you grew up around simon parents it was just blasting or something
8: yeah i also think that like there's something very east coast summertime mm. yeah. about listening to paul mm. simon
5: that's paul Simon, okay. james yeah. taylor if I feel
8: you like... grew up if you were born in the window of like 1980 to 1995. I'm going to give you a 15-year window. I feel like you had exposure at some point in an East Coast summer to listening to, yeah, like Paul Simon, Bruce Springsteen, James Taylor...
5: Right, right, right. no little Billy, uh, kind of Billy Joel. Billy although Joel. that was kind of a year round for my family,
8: yeah.
5: We were, a, we were a big greatest hits family, we had all the greatest hits <laughs> albums for like all of you those know, people. So I had very, you know, I, I wasn't going very, beyond that.
8: Very like white East Coast right. family yeah. vibes, right?
5: Right, yeah, right is exactly.
8: how I would
6: describe it. That makes so much
7: because you know, Her Majesty, who also grew up in the same region you did she like she was she always puts on Paul Simon like on a long car ride She's like you know my dad always just used to play it yeah so like, mm. this is this is some nailed on cultural shit
8: it's very like we're we're hot that we still have the AC going but it's so humid <laughs> that we can't avoid it we're in the car four hours we're driving to Rehoboth <laughs> right we're listening to you know Oh,
5: you're going to Rehoboth
8: <laughs> I'm not going to Rehoboth personally. We are more of a Nantucket family our sp- <laughs> ourselves. but Nantucket Rehoboth. I just wanted to
5: say it with you. So
8: with that Delaware yeah. accent. Yeah. yeah. Rehoboth.
5: Rehoboth. Rahabith. I'm going back to the Jersey Shore in about a week and a half, so make my and Manco Pizza annual pilgrimage. Manco and Manco Pizza. Okay. Uh, the boards. We're gonna go up the boards. We're gonna get some uh, Manco, Manco and Manco, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm I'm pumped. I can't wait. It's gonna
8: be great. that.
5: And and then a week in Pittsburgh. Hey, love all Pittsburgh.
8: Right. <laughs> my dad's from Pittsburgh.
5: Oh, really? My uh, mm-hmm. in-laws are from Pittsburgh.
8: And there we go.
5: And I grew up in Wheeling, West Virginia, which is like kind of a suburb, sneaky suburb of Pittsburgh. Anyway, we're all we're all, we all, we're all connected. Yeah. We're, we're going to get to know you a little bit better. We're all
8: connected. We're all
5: connected. In a moment, first we're going to tell our listeners a couple of things we're talking about. We're going to talk about just the Mainstream media articles in the aftermath of Roe being overturned and how they're covering the case of the 10-year-old rape victim who crossed state lines to get a legal abortion and just the the way that that's being covered, miscovered, and, yeah, just where, where we're at, where we're at with the mainstream media, not just the right wing, the mainstream media as well. Yeah. We're going to talk about Subway Tuna Gate. We have new developments uh, that are shocking.
7: It's tuna, all right. It's not. It it's is. not a tuna. It is tuna. It is a tuna, there and maybe some other things.
5: And we'll talk about Major League Baseball. Have it's like the one year, uh, one time a year when it's okay to talk about Major League Baseball because the All Star Game is happening. And did you know that shit was happening in LA? Miles? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And is I knew
7: because like all the people who like work at Dodger Stadium authorized a strike. That like could have I don't know if if they're striking at the stadium,
5: but it's yeah. So there was like a news peg with it because like somebody hit me up and was like, "Hey man, like I'm thinking of paying absurd amounts of money to go to the to watch men swing sticks, (laughs) the home run derby." Yeah,
8: I am so not invested in baseball at all. Like in (laughs) of all sports, I love watching sports. I love hockey. I love tennis. I love basketball. I will watch football but like for some reason baseball is just so long. Right, so I, long. It's but I think that like an all-star situation I could be into.
5: Yeah. Yeah.
6: There's more I mean, fun w-
7: stuff happening.
5: The the home run derby is like basically what baseball should be if they like made baseball again today. Like the I feel like that's what yeah. it would be. It's just people trying to hit as many home runs as possible but yeah, I g I couldn't go. I kinda wanted to go, but him inviting me was the first I had learned that it was in LA. <laughs> LA is like the snobbiest sports city. It's just like, yeah, okay. Everything's fine. overpriced, like yeah. for
7: sports, you know, and like that's the problem. It's a very you know, it's diff like the Dodgers are like one of the few places you can go and not like go bankrupt enjoying a, a day at the day at the ballpark.
5: Anyways, depending on how good my seats Where I might have caught COVID is what is the moral of the story, uh, because (laughs) it seems like half of uh, Major League Baseball players are unvaccinated and it's the American half. It's all it's all the dudes from America are like unvaccinated. It's pretty funny. Uh, We'll get to all of that plenty more. But first, Greta, we like to ask our guest. What is something from your search history?
6: Mm.
8: Well, obviously, being very topical, I was searching this morning J-Lo and Ben Affleck's wedding.
5: Yes. Mm -mm -mm -mm. I can't believe it happened.
8: You know, I felt like, is this the most interesting thing about my personality? Is anyone going to glean anything about... You know, the, the mystery that I shroud myself in as Greta Titelman, you know, no, but it's important nonetheless. And I think it's something that the Daily Zeitgeist, you know, it is in the Daily Zeitgeist. Yeah. To me, it's very important, big piece of pop culture. And she confirmed that she changed her name to Jennifer Lynn Affleck.
5: No, that's yes. wild, right? Like, that yes. is what? A, an
0: amazing, yeah, a wild swing. She's now just Jafleck.
8: She's Jafleck.
7: Oh my God.
0: Yeah. The
8: she's, branding. She's going to get a duck to quack Jafleck.
7: Jafleck. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wait, so her middle name is Lynn? You said her
8: middle name is Lynn. She wow. was always Jennifer Lynn Lopez. Right. But right, now right. she's Jennifer Lynn Affleck. And to me, I was really taken aback. I was like, oh, damn. She took the, took the last name. Yeah. Like what I, mean? I don't, I don't have Abe's last name. I love Abe, but I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh honey, I'm not taking anybody's last name. The paperwork alone, I don't. <laughs> I got to deal a good with. thing
7: going with this, yeah. Like, yeah. I need new, all new everything cards.
6: No,
8: no, no, <laughs> social security. You're out yeah. of your mind. No, like, no. what's? I mean, I guess she's not really dealing with that. She has like a no. team of people yeah, that are exactly. executing on that for her. But still, it's like she never became, you know. She's been J-Lo for so long. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she still will be J-Lo forever, but yeah, yeah, now yeah. she's Jafleck.
7: I hope, I mean, I hope that's a signal that this is enduring, that this isn't some flash in the pan thing, that this is they're like, for her, it's like to show, yo, like, I really feel good about this man with the Phoenix tattoo on his back.
8: <laughs> I think that, I think that they are, like, really legit in love. I really do. He's, I feel I, yeah. like. To come back around twenty years later, like there's something there. Oh, for you right. know sure. And for yeah. like what they've know. been,
7: and they've been through a lot too. Like they've had their share of like f- shitty like uh, marriages. So I feel like yeah, it does feel like that thing where it's like like in a rom com where they have to go through like the other dating scenarios to be like, you know what? In the end, it was all about this one, me, yeah. Yeah. me and Jafleck. And also
5: the sign of a true like icon and media just like genius that like that that is the thing that could I I would not have noticed this story had it not been for her actually taking his name, which was even though it's like the traditional thing was the most unexpected thing she could have done. Like it it seems so strange that (laughs) she would take his last name she's like a bigger star than he is <laughs> right kind of a lot i like how and we have
7: like sh- this game of thrones like concept conception of this marriage where are like she would sully her name with <laughs> house
8: affleck <laughs> well because you know is when you become an icon of that yeah. status you are your name like right. there are very yeah. few people it's literally like share beyonce j-lo it's like Right. Prince. Yeah. Dolly there are Barton. very few people that are singular in their name.
6: Sure. And
8: then to like change right. it, it's, it's you know,
5: Warms whatever. Yeah. I guess not many people are like calling her Jennifer Lopez necessarily. They're calling her J-Lo. So like yeah. that, that is still there. That's a good point.
6: Yeah.
7: So in a way, maybe it's cowardly. It's like, you know what? Until you start going by Jennifer Affleck in public, it's meaningless.
5: When I saw you know? Jennifer well, Affleck- I thought it was Jennifer Garner. I was like, wait, Jennifer Garner changed her name back then and is. See, to get I don't back? even.
8: I don't even think Jennifer Gardner changed her name no, to Jennifer no. Affleck. That'd I be wild she though like, if he uh-uh. was going.
5: Around, <laughs> that'd be wild if he was going around j- just creating Jennifer Afflecks. Like, <laughs> was, Collect- like, collecting yeah. gens,
8: thats his yeah. kink. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I will turn every yeah. Jennifer in the United States into Jennifer Affleck.
5: <laughs> hey Janet, <laughs> so, you
8: ever think
7: about changing your name to Jennifer? No, it's not my name. <laughs> <laughs> all right, just think about it. Why would you ask me it's that? asking me that, Ben.
8: Oh, but i was gonna say something and then i forgot about names and that was really dumb and i don't know why i said i was gonna say something and she's then i forgot
7: brand she should go by jennifer affleck and not j-lo otherwise she's not ben
8: affleck see. Beyonce. i don't know Jazz what i was Flag. i don't know what i was gonna It'll say come back. but It'll i mean come back. here's what i will say when kim kardashian west changed her name back to kim kardashian what a branding nightmare she had built like KKW Beauty and all these other things and then she's has since relaunched everything else but oh, it's kind of like it's hard it's hard to or,
7: here, counterpoint it's like when uh, you know an athlete can change their, their jersey number and just sell more jerseys because they're like right. oh yeah mm-hmm. I'm I'm this new number now <laughs> and people are like fuck well now I gotta buy this version
8: I remembered what I was gonna say when Mariah Carey married Nick Cannon mm-hmm. and Nick Cannon got Mariah tattooed from literally shoulder to shoulder yeah. across his back and she got mc tattooed on her wrist for her new initials even though they were the same <laughs> as her old initials. Chef's
7: kiss.
5: <laughs> mm-hmm. well, oh, I don't and know. that him. is perfect. That is <laughs>
8: That's the hack right there. 100% yeah.
5: Mariah Carey. Uh, yep. Delivering <laughs> delivering full Mariah Carey. <laughs> oh, that's so nice, honey. Here's Here's Sweet. what I did. I got one too, <laughs> but those are your initials. Yeah. Mariah Cannon, right? Yeah. And Mariah I'd Cannon. like you to write my vows as well as yours. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the vibes I'm getting from that. What is something you think is underrated?
8: Hot dogs.
5: Uh oh. Mm-hmm. Really having a mom right oh. now.
8: <laughs> Why? Is this, is this, has someone brought this up already? No, no, on no, no, no,
7: no. No, not at all. I think the closest we got to was putting a banana in a hot dog. With peanut butter and jelly. It was, that no, was no. A little insight to my weekend. Jack sent me a picture of a on the air. I saw I was like, that banana embryo with Nutella, and he did it, and it got the approval yeah. from children. I'm i I'm the stoner chef goat.
5: Yeah. Um, anyway. Glizzy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The yeah. banana Nutella what? Glizzy, aka the Miles Gray. That, <laughs> the Miles Grizzy. Is, you know what I mean? Here's
6: my what I'm gonna saying. say.
8: I'm going to say this, hot dogs, underrated hamburgers, overrated wow. It's barbecue season. Mm-hmm. I'm just here to tell everyone I don't like coming to your barbecue and not being presented with a hot dog. Like to option. me, yeah, they're right. delicious okay. when you, it's a, it's a special food. It's a summer food. It's yeah. like, you know, seasonal, it's a seasonal delight in my mind. I'm not eating a hot dog in winter. I'm eating a hamburger in winter. But you know what I love? A hot dog in summer. Because to me, nothing says summer like a crispy dog on an open flame in a martin's potato roll honey okay
7: okay what's wait what kind of frank are we talking you got specific with the bun what kind of frank
8: yes so i like this from a german butcher shop in scranton pennsylvania they make really (laughs) good hot dogs and that's what my aunt gets and those things are really good but you know get your local butcher shop hot dog get get Mm. a good good quality dog okay if you can't fuck with that I don't care. Give me a all beef Hebrew Natty. Give me a ballpark. Prank. Nathan's. Like, How about Nathan's? Nathan's. Sure. I'm yeah, not okay. going to be. I'm not. I'm not going to be crazy over here. I just want the option. I want it to be charred on the grill. Put it on a little bun. Give me ketchup, mustard, relish, <clears throat> chopped onion. If we're feeling oh, crazy. Yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. You
5: got to. Hot you dogs to. are almost unfuck upable too. Like they're. I mean there's probably le- varying levels, but like the worst hot dog is like a four out of 10 on the, like what delivering on your expectations for a hot dog chart. Yeah. Whereas like a bad burger. Oh, can,
8: it's can, a bad burger is It's, it's, so it's, it's bad. gross. Yeah. It's it makes gr- you like want to throw up.
7: I yeah. will say, uh, have you ever spiral cut a hot dog?
8: No. Okay, is so- that like when you just,
7: yeah so like around put, it yeah like if you take a, hot, a link and then you just kind of rotate it along your knife blade and get it like a nice spiral cut down Beautiful. the length of it so when you grill it you get more surface area that chars up because i like Ooh. i like a little bit of char crunchy to it so Ew. by doing that it like kind of even lengthens it a little bit so if you have a longer bun it'll fit your bun get more charred surface area anyway Try it. It's a delight. Wow. More girth
8: and more length, honey, on that yeah, hot dog. Exactly. And that's what we're always looking Addition for. Addition through subtraction. Mm. Wow. What does but, it come you know, out
5: as? Does it come out as like a curly? Like a does it look like a pig's tail? Like depending, when on, you how don't? The, depending on how
7: deep you cut it, right? Like right. if you go too deep, like it will get a little fucking spooky. But as long as if you can kind of get <laughs> down like the way you could do it is like take like a like a kebab skewer or something, like mm. put a wood skewer mm. through it. That way, you know, you won't cut fully through because you have that in the core of it. Got it. Okay. Also, if you want to go even further, you render some bacon fat and you pan fry that shit in the rendered bacon fat. And Ooh. you got you got like a ripper that isn't quite a ripper. Anyway, Yum. that's my two cents.
8: You know what I cannot get behind? And I saw it on TikTok. People slicing the middle of hot dogs, opening it up, filling it with burger meat and Ugh. making like a hamburger hot dog thing, yeah. Fuck
5: oh, no,
8: it's like oh. let's just give me a good hot dog and mm-hmm. that's it.
5: Heard, heard. Yeah, the internet needs to just shut the fuck up every once in a while. Yeah, just be <laughs> like, just go, go, go grill with some human beings and there see how, how they feel about up. that that bullshit. If-
8: If I come to your barbecue and you are giving me some Frankenstein's monster ass like hot dog hamburger combo, Mm -mm. I'm leaving. I'm not you you scare me as an individual.
7: That is an aggressive act of violence towards your It is. If you if you're experimenting on me with your TikTok bullshit, no no no. Mm -hmm. Unless you're like, wait till you try it and it actually pays off, but otherwise please spare me.
5: No. And also I'm going to put it out there a little cruel to the animals like it adds like a layer of animal cruel like humiliation to the animal <laughs> yeah. cruel the normal animal cruelty that we're condoning by like eating the animals so, to be so like I'm going to stick what? you inside of you and it's just like come on man.
7: Is it how does it rank next to mother and daughter. Mother and child, mother, child reunion still it's...
5: still worse. <laughs> still mother and child
7: reunion still worse than wrapping a hot dog and ground beef.
8: A mother and child reunion being taking a chicken egg and chicken and eating it together—is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, yeah, That's fucking disgusting. That, you, <laughs> that now I'm just gonna think of mother and child reunion. That
5: that's what that song's about. Sick. That's what that song's about. <laughs> it's about what, Oyako it's about Donburi it. from Japan.
7: It's when he was on tour in Japan, he was offered Oyako Donburi.
5: Hey, we do know no. he likes to take quote inspiration from uh, going to foreign countries. <laughs> Great yeah right yeah he's a good he's a he's a skilled thief i would Mm -hmm. say but voice like an angel all right let's take a quick break we'll come back we'll talk about politico
7: is that gang customers are rushing to your store but do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it you know like a literal p.o.s
0: And secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu.
9: Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days.
5: I think it's pretty well made the rounds, but, you know, truly horrifying turn of events, entirely predictable, probably happening more frequently than people realize. A 10-year-old rape victim crossed state lines to get a legal abortion in Indiana because it was illegal in her home state of Ohio. And this was reported in the Indianapolis Star and they the right immediately like started claiming it was fake news and bullshit, but actually, the first people to claim it was fake news was the washington post like' hmm. cause, so so Biden cited the article when he was like doing his speech about his executive order was it was that the speech where he was like again, read again for emphasis, oh yeah, or it may whatever. Have been. I
7: yeah think when I, when I was out yeah
5: so he the washington post like i guess they really wanted to like give biden a couple pinocchios or whatever the fuck they do there so they like did this fact check where they were like, like glenn Cl- glenn kessler from the washington post was like a one source story about a 10 year old and an abortion goes viral and was just kept leaning on the fact that it was a one source story mm-hmm which it was by necessity because it is about a 10-year-old, you fucking ghoul. Like, it needs to be about a 10-year-old. And also, it's about a 10-year-old who is technically, like, doing something that some people, like, powerful people in her state would think is illegal and want to make illegal. So the head of the Neiman Lab wrote an article about how, you know, journalists need to get comfortable with, writing stories where there's not like the thorough sourcing that they're used to because now a bunch of Americans are living in a state where just like getting healthcare, life-saving healthcare is illegal. Um and everybody's fucking terrified of going to jail. So like I I think that's a very good point. I think it's like probably a deeper thing, but I don't know. Yeah. what. Well, th- do you- I
7: mean, a lot of it's born out of people like Jesse Waters being like, this story sounds like he's on Fox thinking like it's unimaginable yeah. like that this would happen. yeah." But that's the point that Laura Hazard Owen from the Neiman Lab is saying is like, yes, there will continue to be these, quote, unimaginable stories because we're unfortunately in a time where this is happening. And to act like you have to like sort of rely on these old conventions of like, well, how many stories can or how many people can we cite to do it, and if we can't, then we just need to call it fake. That's massively dangerous, and it and it does it does a disservice to the people who are fighting for their reproductive rights.
8: Also, we're talking about a child. Like, I mean, I we we could be talking about anyone, and I would still feel the same way. But it's like talking about a ten year old here, Mm -hmm. like. A 10-year-old where in the the eyes of some legislators in the state, they want her to be deemed a murderer. They want her to face murder charges. Mm -hmm. A Mm 10-year-old.
6: Yeah. It
8: makes me so sick. Right. So, so sick that I'm just... it's like it's unfathomable to me and i think that there is a huge problem with mainstream media across the board it's like it's not it's no to me it's no longer just a black and white like oh of course it's fox being crazy yeah it's like the fucking washington post too it's like what's going on everyone's lost their mind
5: an abortion by a 10-year-old is pretty rare, Kessler notes. So, first of all, by a 10-year-old, you wow. motherfucker? Like, what are you talking about? And second of all, they, the Columbus Dispatch reported in 2020, 52 people under the age of 15 received an abortion in Ohio that year. So that's weekly, bro. Like, what what are, what are you saying is rare? Like, that's that's rare to it's, the point that you're, like, good? You're like, we're good here.
7: It's wild because it's like they're like in the way they they re, like report on this stuff. It's like they they don't want to accept the reality that they may have created by like both sidesing yeah. people who talk like this for decades. And I think that's what like even to Greta's point is that so many of these write ups are caught up into like this is a bad look for the GOP or like, oh, maybe Joe Biden's line completely misses the point. That a child is having to be in one of the most distressful moments of their life and living in a state that would treat them hostile. And, you know, that this is this is all occurring at the same time. But we're we're focusing on like the the horse race of like electoral politics rather than like the yeah. humanity of people having their rights curtailed. And that's what's I think the biggest disservice with all the coverage is like rather than constant pointing out objectively, it doesn't have to be an opinion piece that these people have a plan to take away your rights, just yeah. point by point. But it's always like,
5: well, well, you know, what is this? What is this? How's person this going to play? I've the heard anti- like a bunch choice of choice movement. Think of it when they I've and heard they still a bunch of fucking like, stories about how it's like fading. The impact is fading of the overturning of Roe, like as a political thing, like just talking about the fucking like voting and how much people are going to vote.
7: Yeah, well, we've just seen already like states like Idaho, the Republican Party is already changing the platform of the party to include like forced birth and like the most violent anti-trans stuff. So I don't know if that's fading and I'm not sure what they mean unless that's a salve for you to continue to, you know, sort of bury your head in the sand over what's actually occurring in real time right now.
5: No, they mean it's fading in terms of like making Democrats care about voting like, just, like, giving it up for a lost cause, being, like, and is, this isn't the most impactful, like, decision that voters think about when going to the polls, so, like, it, it's just, they're both sides it, and also just telling a version of events where it's like, but this is the way it is, folks, and it's, mm-hmm. they're talking about fucking, the most inhumane fucking, like, anti-human bullshit, like, it's, it's crazy.
8: I do think, though, that the question that remains, especially for, I mean, younger generation of voters is like, does it matter? Right. And I think that when we watch, you know, people make decisions for a country where the majority of the country is against the decision, it does make you feel like, well, what the fuck is the point? Yeah. I think that's a huge mind fuck for a lot of people. And I think that it's something that I'm definitely extremely concerned about, especially with the midterms and everything coming up and who's going to be running for president. And it's just, it's all just so scary and volatile and sad. And I think that we're so, 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 so beyond divided. That it's almost like we've become desensitized to these issues that are humanitarian, that crisis, climate crisis, mm-hmm. all of these things that are so much bigger than whether or not you're a fucking right or left winger. It's like,
7: yeah. Yeah. well, it's just it's, we're we're seeing this play out in like multiple arenas, right? Where like the accepted wisdom of the 20th century or way of doing things worked for the 20th century. We are now in a completely different place, like whether that's the pandemic and how to handle the pandemic and like the the economics of a pandemic. There are so many ways that people need to begin thinking about how we do things in new ways, but it's everything's being done like just in the the status quo way. And now people are wondering like why nothing works the way it does. Like we don't have a media apparatus that can properly Convey to people what is actually happening and who is responsible, because it's trapped in this like very like kumbaya like Republicans and Democrats can't get along, and we don't want to take shots at people who are actively trying to harm others and take away their rights, and we're not able to authentically describe those kinds of actions for what they are. And then even with you know with stories like this, they're finding themselves in places where they're looking at a situation now where you know, the, the activities of potentially like anyone with a uterus in this country could become illegal. And they're like, well, how do you report that stuff? Like, is anyone going to want to talk to us? Cause I need like nine on the record sources. If not, what's the point of reporting it? It's like, well, the point of reporting it is to let people know the state of things across the country. And it's grim for a lot of people, but you know, we also have a lot of, you know, these, like these journalists, journalistic outlets are in places where, the threats aren't necessarily the same. So it, it's right. all like morphed into this way that isn't it's not nothing is properly working.
6: Right.
5: The New York there's a New York Times piece that does a good job of like it talks about the 10 year old case that talks about a person who ha- had a miscarriage and had to fly from Texas to Colorado and like spend thousands of dollars to fly to Colorado for an abortion sitting in the front row so that she could reach the bathroom quickly in case she had to deliver. Like, good details, uh, good, like, journalism of, like, what this shit actually looks like in people's lives. And that story is in the opinion section, and it's an opinion column because the facts of the article so strongly support one side's argument that it has to go in the opinion section rather than being, like, 20-point across, font across the front of the newspaper the way it's, fucking deserves to be when there are human rights violations happening by like your government like the and yeah i mean miles you alluded to this like politico article like this idea like they, they have these quotes from these like republican strategists about the 10 year old case and they're like i'm not touching this story with a 10 foot pole wrapped in a blanket wrapped in a whatever and it's just like it's like And the piece itself is like the case has become an instant flashpoint in the nation's abortion wars, alarming Republicans as they try to use abortion to rally base voters without alienating the majority of Americans who say abortion should remain legal. It's like reading coverage of how the Rwandan genocide is like a politically risky gambit for the Hutus. It's it's like what you are living in a fucking nightmare and you were talking about like it's political optics.
7: Yeah. I mean, I feel like bec- it, it feels like it's just a symptom of how the United States operates, right? Like we've thoroughly devalued the, what the, what a human life is worth just in the name of profit and like wars of conquest and things like that, that it it's poisoned even how we talk about what's happening with each other. Like, it's just even like, yeah, well, that's not a bad, that's a bad look. Not sure what the human cost is, because that never factors into a single thing that is done in this country. And it's like, that's how you see this reporting play out to the point where, like, you're saying, oh, that's like, it's almost like a hot take or an opinion to, like, thoroughly describe the situation a human being is in. It's like, well, that's too, that's too compelling for one side. Like, what the fuck? That's the truth. And that's what people need to know. Right.
8: Also, just the general avoidance of not wanting to talk about the reality that now we're all going to be living in. It's like, well, you can't, you either need to be able to talk about the reality that these people built for us or maybe assess why it should never happen in the first place. And I think it's just the cowardice and the general avoidance of
6: mm-hmm.
8: being able to be like, yep, we're dealing with the fact that a 10 year old a child Mm -hmm. is pregnant Mm -hmm. we're not even talking about how or why what those circumstances are and you know (laughs) i I can't i literally like i can't even it makes me so mad and hopeless as a woman like i like we just don't have rights yeah as a woman, as a child, I mean, right. like, as a child, you don't have rights. As a woman, you don't have rights. But don't worry, your unborn baby has more rights than you do, so.
7: Right, even if it costs everyone their life. Yeah. In which case, what is that all for? And, you know, there, there's even the idea that people are like, there's like an article in, like, The New Republic. It's like, don't, don't expect the corporations to save you either. Like, oh, definitely. yeah. You know, because even the beginning when they are like, hey, if, you, if you're subservient to our corporate enterprise, we will give you the protection of health care. And, you know, there's already companies like Facebook and like Snapchat or whatever. They've been real coy about what they do with user data as it relates to this kind of stuff. And, you know, at, at every level, yeah, it is. You look at things and you're like, Jesus, what, what, where does the, the re- bit of like respite come from? And yeah, the more you think about it, it's like, it's, you know, having to accept <laughs> that the leadership is really unable to do those things and having to, you know figure out like as human beings how to do that for each other. And it's just, it's all just very new for people who I think are used to this idea that it's like, yeah, yeah, you vote for these things. And then these very basic rights stay in place and you know, they can bicker about the other things going on, but yeah, Yeah. there's not much to protect us these days.
5: The idea that this is like, not a politically like that it's not going to win elections or that it's like becoming less impactful with voters or it's not like the main like people vote with their wallet and they're going to vote based on what they see at the gas prices like that's being said by the same people who are covering this story in such like an unaccountably like drab and bland way that makes it seem like we live in like an unbreakable system where this is just like part of a game But it
8: does feel that way. It does feel like we live in an unbreakable system sometimes.
6: In the other way. And I
8: think, yes.
6: Right. And I think
8: that it's, like, I don't know, maddening.
6: Yeah. It is
5: maddening, for sure. But, like, I, I think the fact that our entire corporate media apparatus is just speaking in terms of, like, wins and losses and, like, optics and who's gonna win and who's gonna lose like it it just like they they've lost perspective they they have lost like any sort of sense of proportion i feel like and it's i don't know and instead of covering it like a human rights crisis they're covering it like a politically like risky gambit by the fucking republicans
7: yeah i mean you saw how much you know, like even the invasion of Ukraine by Russia got a lot of that got a lot of like inches of people saying like, this is terrible. This is a human rights violation. And, you know, because at the end of the day, that benefits a military industrial complex. So there's a reason to cover that in a way that like, like urgency and action has to be part of like the narrative around it. And you look at something like this, and it's, you, you, like, it's 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 clear that, like, just the idea that uh, protecting or uh, sanctifying someone's humanity and what their physical rights are, and, like, the curtailing of that isn't, like, this top-of-the-line issue every single day for the people who are, you know, communicating to, like, you know, the public that, that rely on them to know what's going on. That makes it, yeah, it just makes it feel very... Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, just... You, you realize what is more important at times. And again, like we're, we're reminded over and over, there's no amount of climate change, death or child shooting deaths or things like that that can really affect things. Because, you know, it's right. not always it's not always like a profitable thing to say, like, kids just like we need less guns so children can be safe or we need less goddamn fossil fuel extraction so we can have a planet for people down the road.
5: But Greta, your point about, like, it it does feel like this unbroken, unbreakable system that it just, like, refuses to, like, hear what we're saying or, like, refuses to observe our humanity. Like, there are times when people, like, break through that and all they do is just, like, change it to be, like, no, so, like, this thing is obviously fucking insane that, like... You know, like Bernie Sanders or AOC, or you know any of the people who like have a stance that is like, no, this isn't a given. Like this shouldn't be a given. The the these are like wide open, blatant like uh ways we're being mistreated, and like here are some things we could do about it. And like the thing that makes it feels so much like it's unchangeable and unbreakable and like you know not even worth like imagining a different way is that the entire mainstream media like just ignores the fuck out of those people like just completely and so the way they talk about things is completely in the in this other way that just makes it's like designed to sap you of all like imagination and energy i feel like that's
8: capitalism honey
5: yeah it's it's very good at what it does, capitalism. Yeah,
7: because, I mean, even then, they can't even describe, like, the forces of it all that play out, like, on top of it. It's, like, every single issue, or it's, like, misogyny, or white supremacy, or whatever. Like, it's, like, these concepts that are as clear as fucking day. And even then, they're like, well, well you know, some people think women or people with uteruses aren't fucking human. Right. And we get this, like, very obscure retelling of what we're experiencing in it. Yeah, it, it, it unfortunately keeps a lot of people like in a position of like questioning and wondering like what's going on versus being able to tell people this is what's going on and mm. this is what needs to change.
5: Yeah. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back.
1: Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X. Visit TomboyX.com.
0: You like to watch new stuff, right, Zai gang? I know I do. And secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu.
3: Old-school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000.
2: Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only
3: one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
9: Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: And we're back, and it's Gate. It's back. It's the story that, you know, I think, Miles, you said it's the story that, like, is number one on your like list of just like ballot initiatives like things that you are concerned about yes it's like well and gay.
7: also the thing that most frequently is gang tags me in on twitter and instagram <laughs> yeah. if anything is happening with subway tuna they either i have my supporters who are like they can't hold us down or i have people being like is this your king um, <laughs> you ride
8: for subway tuna
7: oh yeah it's fucking, so good till the fucking fins come off okay
6: <laughs> <laughs>
8: any wheat
5: Oh, wow. I've never cincher. had it on honey wheat. Okay. I've always, I yeah. look, I'm, I'm a, like, so it, just shoveling it into my house, my mouth with my hands. <laughs> you but. just
8: say, pint, no bread. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, yo, just give me the warm. bag.
7: Just
0: give me the you bag. You say, before give me that, it. and then
8: you say, I'll take a little sun chip on the side. I'll take <laughs> yeah. a little sun chip <laughs> on a that. little French
7: onion sun chip. Yeah. Mm. Perfect. And a mousse bouche is what we call it's it.
8: Delicious. It in my house. Delicious. <laughs> delicious.
7: But yeah, people know. I love the subway tuna. I love all, I love tuna sandwiches. I grew up eating tuna sandwiches as a kid. So like when I had like that little moment where I had like a little bit of pocket money as like a preteen and like on my bike and like you could go to subway. That was like me feeling like an adult. I'm like, I have experience with tuna sandwich and I will now, I will now order this rather than being like, mom, what do I like here? So I have like this, this connection with the subway tuna.
5: Now, he carrying know. a briefcase, I'm just picturing little Miles riding his bike, carrying a briefcase <laughs> full of <laughs> just
7: dripping out of the briefcase. Just all my
5: subway just in there, a little
8: like wet mayo drip. Yeah, just yeah. A little condensation. Remem- oh man,
7: yeah. remember the old wrapping paper that they used to have? Yeah. Like old Victorian drawings of like the early New York subway. Yeah. Issue?
6: Yes.
7: From our real heads when they were doing the U gouge and cutting the U shaped like hole out the top and then Damn. not down the side. I totally side. forgot
5: about that.
8: Wait, I forgot about that. What?
7: The U gouge. Okay, so if you rem- if you look now, people be cut they take the bread and they just slice it down the side and open. The way it. normal people back in the day, they used to cut around they would like lay it like this and cut around the tops so it was gouged out in a U shape. Oh, Treat it like a my. giant yeah. bread bowl. I yeah, I exactly.
5: Oh, fuck.
6: That. I forgot and about
7: that too. And remember the little top, if they fuck if they weren't a real artist with it, that you the top would be like mad thin crush. <laughs> it-, it would just like be soaked in like two seconds. Anyway. All that to say is the U
5: gouge. Uh,
7: yeah. It's Damn. called the U gouge. Uh, <laughs>
8: those knives really well. It was like pumpkin carving knives. Yeah. yeah. Subway.
7: 100%. They so were
5: quick with it, too.
7: This lawsuit hit like, like about a year ago. It's like where these people were alleging Subway is fucking lying. There is no tuna. We took it to get DNA tested. They said, This, what the fuck is this? Is what the lab results said. And The story came back in the news because a judge basically, I think Subway was like, hey, man, like, let's just call it a day. We don't need to let this trial move forward. The judge is like, no, like, we will hear more in the trial of is this uh, fake tuna or not.
5: So the most headlines I've gotten in years. (laughs) Yeah, truly. The
8: The most important court case I'll ever have.
7: Right. Exactly. It's like, I'll allow it. So the takeout out of the takeout they're they're looking at sort of just generally they're like you know they're, they're giving us some insight into how this sort of analysis or like why the murky tuna thing even occurs so the way they they talk about it is subway says that they are they got like most of their tuna is skip tuna and it's 100 percent sustainable etc cetera, etc cetera. the takeout talks about how like they're the most sustainable version of catching tuna is like pole in line like individual fucking fishermen catching one motherfucking fish at a time and they're like that's fucking tuna But a lot of places, most places don't do it like that. They use another process where they'll like surround a school of targeted fish that they're trying to harvest and just drop a big ass net around them and just scoop out a bunch of the fucking ocean at
6: once.
7: Finding
5: Nemo (laughs) and Finding Nemo style. Yeah.
7: In this process, though. This leads to other kinds of seafood being in the hall, like sharks and turtles and like other shit. And they said that could that could that could apparently be leading to this process as to why, like, uh, like it's not saying that it's a 100 percent tuna. And this is apparently an issue that goes beyond subway. Like a lot of tuna is mislabeled. Apparently, I did not know this.
8: Okay, wait. Now that we just brought up turtles, this yeah. is making me feel really crazy. Uh,
5: yeah, yeah this is, does not make it better, Miles. I don't know. Look, you I'm, you brought this forth as as evidence of like so. This is, this explains it. We eat and turtles in Japan. You know.
8: Was this supposed to make us feel better? Because we're like, oh, sure, it's just other animals. It's just rocks not and like, turtles. <laughs> oh, it's like. Right yoga mat or whatever they put in wonder bread well, some right. people were
7: saying there was pork in it and they're like no there's no. not fucking pork in this it's if anything it's a bunch of ground up turtle and sharks
5: you don't know also, what's in the middle so. of that that uh school of tuna you know, there could be a, I there, mean, could, there could be a pig quite in there. frankly, that's who true.
8: knows what the fish are eating anyway. They could be eating some fucking Soprasada down in the ocean <laughs> for all we know. And <laughs> or, then a little bit of pig is inside of them. Or like, like everything a, yeah. is so fucked.
7: They
0: could you legit know,
8: be have,
7: eating yoga mats too, that are just washed out to sea. And they're like, no, right. it, the only reason it's coming up is yoga mat because of the amount of fucking microplastics <laughs> that are in everything now. And that's another we issue.
8: We have burger dogs. We have...
5: <laughs> be a yeah.
8: shark tuna tuna turtle
5: yeah exactly. this episode is not making anyone hungry look all, all i'm saying
7: the only, like i didn't bring this up to say look to each their own i like i said i don't
5: look i, I are can't you stop gonna eating keep
8: it. eating subway tuna yeah be real yes i'm being
5: real it's taken a lot for miles not to respond to that like uh samuel l jackson and a time to kill and say, hell, yes, I'm going to keep eating it. <laughs>
6: <laughs> hell, yeah, they because deserve to die.
8: Do you remember in, like, the 90s when everyone was like, don't eat Wendy's chili. There are, there are like, fingers that get oh, cut yeah. off in it. Do you remember yeah. that? Yes,
6: just that, was that old like
8: unfounded all like- rumor. Lore around like people finding band aids and fingers no. and all this God. shit well, in Wendy's chili.
7: I just I want to point out to people. So if you might be like, you'll never catch me slipping eating no fucking Subway tuna. Well, guess what? It ain't just canned tuna. Okay, in the Atlantic about like nine years ago, they were they did a story about how this nonprofit group. Had conducted like genetic tests on over like 1,200 samples of fish in the US. And they found that, quote, 59% of the fish sold in restaurants and stores with the label tuna was not tuna.
5: So that's including sushi?
7: Yes. They found 74% of sushi venues mislabeled items as, quote, tuna when they were not. Are they just
5: dyeing it pink? What are they doing? How are I they... don't
7: know. I don't know what the fuck's going on there like i feel like
8: i think we all just need to become vegan i think is like what's going on at the end of the day
7: oh yeah i mean already i don't i don't do beef burgers anymore i have nathan's and impossibles like what i do for my grills now that's my first step towards getting away from that shit but like yeah when you're like tuna's not tuna
8: when tuna's not tuna the (laughs) world is upside (laughs) down that's the biggest takeaway from today
7: exactly now, Mister Kessler's got something to write in the Washington Post. He's like, "Uh, one more fucking thing. Our tuna <laughs> is not tuna. Alarm bells are going off here at the yeah. Washington Post." But I guess that's the thing—is that maybe? So maybe this lawsuit is more about saying like that to get Subway to be like, rather than being like, "Yo, we got a hundred percent tuna over here." They may, may may need to shift to like, "We have sixty six
5: point six six seven percent tuna," or or they whatever. could just
8: be like, "It's tuna." We think, yeah, yeah
5: tuna like trawler surprise or like seafood hash like there are other foods that
8: seafood hash
5: (laughs) there's there like corned beef hash is is a thing that i have gladly eaten even though i don't know what the fuck is in that but
8: did you ever eat scrapple growing up
5: yeah oh yeah 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 Yeah. i'm going to the jersey shore in a week and a half of course i eat scrapple growing up
8: it's but to me it's like tuna the new scrapple you know you don't know what's in it just tastes good
7: Yeah. yeah I mean, and is that, is that that bad? I guess that's what we, at the end of the day, I never ate a tuna sandwich because I was like, yes, the taste of tuna. I'm like, give me my like fish essence <laughs> right. mayonnaise. It's the on alchemy
8: bread. of the mayo yeah. the fish. It's like, if you got a little celery in there, sometimes you exactly. can pop it up with a dill. I mean, you never know, but Ooh, you know what, have dill? you ever had Scrapple?
7: No, I've never, but I know about it. Like I've, I watched a lot of cooking shows and I was like, you just take
5: the trimmings and mix it up. In Literally a like
8: loaf? the other, 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 other
5: yeah. was What's left other, after, yeah. the, hot after <laughs> yeah. the hot dog company has come and taken their picks pickings. They're like, okay, the rest of this shit just, we either like dump it in the ocean or the, or we turn it into scrap. Does it
7: taste like
0: organ no.
8: meat?
7: Or does it have or does it have uh, just like generic meat flavor? No, it just
5: tastes it tastes like tougher hot dog to me.
8: Yeah, but like what? it tastes like and it's like fattier. It's it's chunks yeah. it's slightly like it's slightly it. more grizzly.
5: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
8: Or gristly. Gristly. Yeah, not grisly. Grizzly. Not grisly like the bear. It's a little
5: grizzly, too. It's yeah. a little grizzly. Yeah.
8: <laughs> I see. I kind of feel like it's the meat where it goes like you get your cuts of meat and then they make hot dog meat, and then they make meat for dog food and stuff like that. And right. then, what's ever left right. we're at, like, A, B, C, whatever's left at D, becomes Scrapple. D, I yeah. think,
7: is for the Department of Corrections, <laughs> so that's what they feed to incarcerated people. And right. then, and then we, yeah, it's like even not fit for what people feed uh, in, in prisons, I guess. Oof.
6: Yeah. I guess it's I'm delicious. down to try it, though.
5: It is good.
7: Yeah, why not? Okay, I'll try it. Look. Bring it on, bring on the scrapple, bring on the... A scrapple
8: melt is what you need. You need to do a scrapple melt. You need to do it on two pieces of Roman meal bread. Wait, what's a scrapple
5: melt? I've just had it 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 on the side.
8: You fry it up in a pan and you put a little cheese on there. I had one... One of my friends growing up, her mom used to put slices of Velveeta on it. I mean, I would, (laughs) I
5: would
6: get diarrhea
8: for like days after. But
5: I feel like you would get diarrhea by the end of that sandwich. Looking at it, I
8: mean, honey, why do you think I have lupus? Okay, (laughs) it's it's, (laughs) the autoimmune disease came from the scrapple Velveeta melt. (laughs) It's it's crazy, but it's delicious. It will give you diarrhea if you're constipated. (laughs) Let me make you that for you.
6: Okay, go.
7: I'm it's going crazy. for it. And yeah, if there's any store bought scrapple, let me know. I'm I'll pick it up. I just love how we just went from, yeah, we need to go vegan and then <laughs> <Scrapple laughs> Now nah, man, with you wanna Velvita. eat the worst parts of a pig's asshole yeah. fancy, with Velveeta on
6: it.
5: Yeah. You
8: know? Two extremes lead to...
5: Yeah, exactly. ...the
8: middle.
6: Right.
5: <laughs> you want to eat the edible version of that shit that Jack Nicholos, uh, Nicholson fell into in the Batman, the original Batman movie, oh. then try Scrapple. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's Beautiful. stored in a metal bin somewhere in a factory. Like, that's how they dry age it, is like it's stored in a bin somewhere where, like, people are murdered, and then uh, <laughs> they they bring it out and turn it into Scrapple. All right. It is uh, the one day of the year uh that that i feel okay talking about major league baseball is uh, the all-star game is happening i think tonight in los angeles <laughs> the one day i feel good about it tonight <laughs> I <think. laughs> is that, uh, well i know the home run derby was last night yeah. so it there's tonight no,
8: you're right sorry to clarify the the game occurring tonight it's like it's like the NBA like all star game. Yeah. It's like all the best,
6: all the guys best players yeah, Put
8: on their little outfits and mm-hmm. go for a good game of ball, but it doesn't mean anything, right? It's just like fun.
5: It does mean they turned it into a thing where I think if the major if the AL or the NL whoever wins, they get home field advantage in the World Series, or at least that yeah. was that was the case at one point. So okay. they like wanted to add stakes to it because Steaks, everybody it's had, not
8: just funsies.
5: it's yeah, but it is mostly funsies and they just like put people in like a pitcher comes in for like one or two innings and then God I it, gotta it, yeah. get it. Okay. there have been memorable all-star games in my lifetime, but like the last one I feel like was like 99 or something yeah I honestly remember.
7: I can't I can't uh, the last time I checked for a home run Derby was probably that like that Sosa McGuire year.
5: 99, yeah, at Femler. Was yeah. that
8: when he got busted for, like, taking steroids or something? Crazy? Yeah, like, way later. Yeah.
6: <laughs> right.
7: Yeah. <laughs> they're like, they're doing something no one's ever done. They're like, they were
5: juiced the fuck out. It yeah. Out. <laughs> it was a moonshot. That thing's still traveling <laughs> right over a Mass Pike. Box. Wow, his fingernails
7: are neon green. That might not be anything. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Oh, man.
5: Anyways, not always, like... I don't know. All right, I, I'm not going to say that baseball players are dumb because that's not a nice thing to say. But this is not the most surprising story I've ever heard. So a- any player traveling to Canada has to be vaccinated, as we learned in the NBA playoffs when a bunch of players couldn't travel to Toronto. I think it was actually just one 76er. So the Kansas City Royals had that happen to them this weekend, where they were had a game in Toronto and except 10 players had to not play in the game so they were outed as being unvaccinated and you know they in addition to not getting to play in the game they aren't paid for those games and so that like one one Ah, uh, Phillies catcher J.T. Realmuto said he could sacrifice the two hundred fifty thousand dollars. What's money when I'm not going to let Canada tell me what I do and don't put in my body? For a little bit of money, it's not worth it. Wow! Which made me just wonder, like, what? What do these babies think is in this shit? Like, what? What are they? So hey, I've seen about? people get pretty sick. Yeah, that that was. Even the though they answer. got their
7: vaccine, so it's it, it yeah I, I love also just shout out to the cl- the class solidarity there what's a what's 250k honestly i know I'll fart that away <laughs> just to pwn the canadians like what fool that's
8: yeah, just to just a little bit of stick money stick it to them
5: of the players who are unvaccinated and can't travel a whopping 94 percent of them are from the u.s
8: all right
5: yeah bro
8: it's so embarrassing. This it's, country is, it is so truly mortifying.
6: I'm it just like, sucks. It's I'm like, so what the awful.
8: fuck is wrong with like? I it, it it's it's crazy. It's asinine. It's completely the most powerful
7: asinine. people in our country are like these kinds of athletes, and then other like people in Congress who are asking like doctors if uh, someone who's pregnant can give birth to a taco, right? And doing it with a straight face, and like we constantly just like let that shit cook too, which is wild too, like. That when you do stories like this, they're like, hey, anti-vax person, say some misinformation right now.
5: Right. That's the, yeah, J.M., our writer from Canada, who's just watching this with bemused detachment, his (laughs) his hand over his mouth, just a, a stricken look of horror on his face, was pointing out that, like, vaccinated players don't get asked about it, but the unvaccinated ones are given a platform to spout misinformation, so, like... This dip, this dipshit Whit Merrifield uh, said, like Miles said, I, I've just known too many people who've gotten pretty sick. But then he he said, I might get vaccinated if something happens, and I happen to get on a team that has a chance to play in Canada in the postseason. <laughs> so, so he's basically what? like, he's like, my team sucks. It doesn't really matter. But if I, you know, if it if it actually means something, I might I might actually do the damn thing. But uh, fans loved that, I'm sure it's but like, again, like we're in this world where like these people aren't being challenged at all. And so they like who, who was it? There was a NBA player who was like very adamant that they weren't going to get vaccinated. And then like their teammates like had to talk with them and their coach like explained to them. Was it Andrew Wiggins? Like, Yeah, it was Wiggins. That's right. And then then he was like, yeah, yeah, I got vaccinated. (laughs) And 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 had had the season of his fucking career.
7: I think that's what this guy needs to learn. Whit Whit Merrifield needs to check himself with. I love that his take boils down to, look, if y'all were better
5: at baseball, I might give a fuck about my life. Yeah. Right. Like, (laughs) whoa. Yeah. And also just does not give a shit about the general, like, couldn't care less it all it a lot of it really does boil down to just america's individualistic like head up our own ass just so the idea no
8: other
7: humans exist except for me right
8: well because well again because our lovely capitalist society is built for the individual it's not built for the community it's not built to actually care for each other and give a shit about each other. It is the, it's the me, 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 me constantly.
6: Right. Yeah. Um,
8: and then if someone dares question or have a conversation about why you make said decision, I think there's such a premium that people are like, that's my fucking constitutional, right? Right. That I get to do whatever the fuck I want to do. Even if it means, threatening the health and lives of other people so it's like again it's you know people vaccinated people aren't the ones that are being questioned about their information and their viewpoints it's always the unvaccinated people that are saying some fucking psychotic shit
7: It's about freedom, man. Freedom from consequence at every turn (laughs) for every single thing I do. That's what freedom is. Freedom from fucking consequence. Because I have misconstrued this concept of freedom where... You can do anything you like into I can be as nasty and fucked up as I'd like to anybody and no one better say shit to me because this is America and I and I just redefine
5: freedom. The American dream is now just getting so rich that you can remove yourself from the human condition, which includes like dealing with other people.
8: That You can say two hundred and fifty thousand dollars isn't enough money. A little bit of money.
5: Right. And again, yeah, it's what's two hundred fifty thousand if I can say fuck you to Canada. Am I right?
7: Well, again, that's the concept of the, the, the culture of fuck you money, which yeah. is basically I don't tight. I have so much Sick. money, I can say fuck you to anything. And that's yeah. fucking freedom, right?
5: And that's tight, dude. Mm-hmm. Sick. Anyways, uh, go <laughs> Blue Jays, I guess is <laughs> <laughs> the moral of that story. Yeah. I would
7: just love that it turns out like Toronto just was like the city that just crushes other teams. And they're like, yeah, bring your anti vaxxers. Oh, right. You can't. Oh,
5: sorry.
6: Sorry mm. about that.
5: They, like, get to the World Series and they suck. They've just been playing, like, teams that don't have any players the whole season. That would be pretty funny. Oh, shit. Well, Greta... Truly a pleasure, as always, having you. <laughs>
8: was it? I feel like this episode, I've just been like, everything's fucking bad. I've Scrapple and
5: got <laughs> it, was. In. it was. You brought <laughs> us a little joy The news with the is bad, and you yeah. uh, bring us joy. So That's thank what you what we so
8: much for doing it. The news is definitely not good. I'll tell you <laughs> that much. The news is not good, but it's always a pleasure to chat with you both about it.
6: Well
5: yeah. that is why we're so grateful that you keep coming on despite the news getting never getting any better. Yeah. Where can people <laughs> find you, follow you, all that good stuff?
8: Oh my goodness, you can listen to I'm on I'm on the clown parade, which is oh, yeah. a yeah. big money players, I heart radio podcast where i am i made a podcast from the pov of my stepmother character so
6: yeah incredible she,
8: you know she's teaching you how to find a husband
6: <laughs> uh it's how so to
8: you know secure the bag of your dreams so that you too <laughs> can have fuck you money there you go and that's out and you should definitely go and check that out and you can listen to my other podcast, Senior Superlatives, where I talk to everyone about their high school experiences. Both of you should come on. Would love mm. to chat with you. Hell yeah. And then, you know, Lost of Spooky season two is going to be coming out in September at some point. Oh, nice. So.
5: Amazing. Am I allowed?
8: Am I allowed to say that? I don't know, but yeah. I just did. Okay, yeah. So we're gonna get we're a breathless
5: email here. from <laughs> your publicist. <laughs> like, Whoa, 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 there
8: whoa, whoa whoa,
5: whoa, whoa, How do you, you unpublish <laughs> podcast? <laughs> were you on the Daily
7: Zeitgeist recently? Okay, well, like ten people just heard what you said. So
6: <laughs>
8: no, I get a lot of love from this podcast. The no, I know. Love.
7: I'm joking. is
8: worldwide,
5: nice. you know, internationally we're locally. We're always shocked. How many people listen and grateful. Very great. Uh Wait, real quick. What were you like in, in high school?
8: What was I like yeah, in high school? I, uh,
5: yeah, I'm curious. It's be it, depends like this,
8: on, right? it depends on what year.
5: Oh, okay. oh, shit.
8: I was like big stoner vibes. Mm. um sceney kind of vibes. I had jet black hair and crooked bangs. And I, yeah, you know, fuck,
5: yeah,
8: emo girl. Um, cool.
7: Were you smoking cigarettes too?
8: oh yeah apartment lights okay
7: yeah yeah making sure that like i'm like you can't be that that chick that i'm envisioning and not smoke
6: cigarettes
8: oh yeah smoked cigarettes you know emotional wasn't very good in school art girl like it's kind of the whole thing
7: yeah we would have kicked it
8: Come on the come on the sh- come on the pod, and we can I'd talk all about it. I feel like I feel Jack. Were you a good student? Because you're giving me good student. Irony. I
5: was a good student. Yeah.
8: yeah, 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 yeah. That's why me and my were own you own smoking friends.
5: cigarettes, Jack? Dork. <laughs> I was smoking cigarettes, but oh, <laughs> nice. you were okay. Yeah, but not not like openly. Like you know, what uh, do we'll you mean?
8: Have like a Marlboro 27 at a party? <laughs>
5: exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh,
8: like
7: smoking <laughs> yeah, your yeah, rocks, you were- butts that were in the tray ashtray. You're like oh. Okay. Yeah,
5: yeah. I was a, yeah. I, I went to a prep school, so I was like dipping in the dorm, which was gross. Oh.
6: Pat,
8: were you doing pouches?
5: No, with, uh, oh, the, that raw, the, the, the gross, raw, man. that raw, raw, disgusting. Oh, yeah, gross. Big So man. gross. Yeah,
8: gross, gross, just a gross. big one. Well,
5: just, spittles, uh, uh, spitters, all the way down, everywhere in the oh, room. So gross. Jesus. Truly the worst decision uh, I've ever made in my life. Please, uh, if you're young or old, don't, don't start dipping. It's, the, it's I very feel like hard dip to is, quit, too.
8: I feel like dip is very passe now, don't you think? I don't would you hope think so. that so. Like, I mean, my, my cousin still dips. I still know a few people that dip. And yeah. whenever people pull out and, like, pack a lip, I'm always like, really?
5: <laughs> Damn, yeah. I haven't seen that. I I truly haven't seen that in 20 years. I but- feel like... The way I see it now, as I see my homies who have just had kids,
7: like it's—I think that's like their way of like secretly like getting fucked up or something.
5: Like There's a weird thing that happens here. when like, you, when you have kids houses. and you're like—I mean, it's the midlife crisis. Like that's why that's why so mm. many men like lose their mind and you know do something.
8: Start start packing lips. Yeah, start pa- that that
5: is up there with the bed. <laughs> bad things that you can do.
8: Come over to my house. We'll pack lips. We'll, <laughs> eat, we'll eat hot dogs. Hey, we'll lose yeah. Have
7: you just had a kid and realized that everything you've done has been on the backs of women your whole life? Oh, is that <laughs> kind of freaking me out? <laughs> Choose to
5: dip. Choose to dip. That's a great way to make that feeling go away. Yeah. Yeah.
7: <laughs> just add to the disorienting feeling of your uselessness by adding a nicotine rush.
5: <laughs> there you go. Greta, is there a tweet or some of the work of social media you've been
6: enjoying?
8: Okay, this one I really liked. Dan Licata, if people don't know who Dan Licata is, you need to follow Dan Licata on Twitter, one of my favorite comedians. And Dan tweeted, she's a 10, but she's already married to Bill
6: Clinton. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God.
5: <laughs> That's great.
8: So that made me chuckle. Oh, shit.
7: (laughs) Miles, where
5: can people find you? What's the tweet you've been enjoying?
7: Oh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. Check out Miles and Jack Got Mad Boosties. Check out 420 Day Fiance with Sophie Alexander. If you want to hear me talk 90 Day, Uh, some tweets that I like. Okay, there was Jack. I know we like the same one. And I checked because sometimes I'll like a tweet and I go, if Jack saw this shit, I know he liked it too, and I know you liked it. So I'm gonna skip that one. No, no, uh, but, do it
5: because it might no, not no, no, be no. the one that I was gonna share. I got a lot. I got a lot.
7: Well, I got, I got, I got I, I just got another one that I'm that I'm gonna do. Uh, first right. one is from Panic at the Discourse at uh, Kenjal Dave Seven uh, tweeted: British people struggling in this heat wave. Stay strong. Your ancestors colonized entire countries in this heat. <laughs> <laughs>
8: just- i saw thing. that this morning that's
5: good
7: people love to go for that one and then another one's from tory rubenstein at tory rubenstein tweeted and jack i think we saw this video over the weekend it said "Joel Embiid dancing the horror yes. is the only thing i want to see on social media this week King. and Joel Embiid is at this wedding wedding they got the horror going and it's this man just stands out uh and he is getting he's he getting is having down. so
5: much fun he's got the i wonder what smile. happens
7: when they get in the chairs, though, like, do you look at Joel and B to be like, yo, bro, you got to get in on this, like, to lift this shit. You're, like, 9,000 feet tall. Like, please right. help out with that. Problem. Oh, I anyway. thought you meant,
5: like, will he sit in the chair? I, I no. Could not. you yeah. imagine?
7: That's, that's that's like, horror abuse. If you're like, all right, now me. Like, the biggest guy here?
5: Right. Let's see. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. Some tweets I've been enjoying. Bailey Moon tweeted Hunter Biden is the closest thing. We'll get to a real-life Kendall Roy. Sarah, AJ, clearly tweeted, every Beastie Boys song is like, three little piggies, egg fried rice. I spy some girlies and they all look nice. <laughs> and then somebody replied with another, <laughs> with another one from uh, Illy Botion earlier in the year, tweeting Beastie Boys voice. I got my pants pulled down, my dick pulled out. I'm taking a piss in my very own mouth. <laughs> I, I listen to a lot of Beastie Boys, my kids like it, and that those both just resonated with me as Beastie I Boys mean, I things. I like
7: my sugar with coffee and cream, you know yeah. what
5: I mean? And then I liked, uh, just the, on the whole, the police claiming that, like, fentanyl, like, looking at fentanyl killed them or, like, gave them a uh, contact high, Return of the Lloyd tweeted, throwing bags of fentanyl out the window during a police chase and the cops start spinning out and crashing like Mario Kart. <laughs> like that. Uh, was that? Did I, no, did I hit the one? Candyman Tim Tam. Candyman Tim Tam. Yeah. At Candyman Tim
7: Tam, it says spits out mouthful of blood. Yeah. It's gonna take more than that to kill me, dentist. For the love of God, just floss. <laughs>
5: <laughs> that was also awesome. that's, that's a good I've been I've been going through some teeth cleanings uh, past couple weeks and oh, a little too hit hey, close to home. It's hard. It's not. It's not going <laughs> great. Anyways, you can find me on Twitter, Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. Miles, what song do you think people might enjoy?
7: We're going to just do a nice uh, little instrumental beat track from Kareem Riggins called Summer Madness, but it's on an album that... Uh, one of my favorite artists, Kamal Williams, put out under DJ Kicks. So this is called Summer Madness S.A. I think it's a reference to South Africa, but
5: yeah, this is Kareem Riggins, DJ Kicks album. Get into it. All right. well the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for us this morning, back this afternoon to tell you what's trending. And we'll talk to you all then. Bye. Bye.